Why, hey there. Today on the show, we're talking more about shares with Camille Frazier. Specifically, we're going to get into value-added situations, including what happens when you recommend a chair and the client's not happy with it. Let's dive into this conversation now. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. I'm so pumped that you're here listening to part two because it's going to be just as valuable, if not way more valuable than part one. It's going to be a really good investment of your time. I'm here with Camille Frazier from myergomania.com. If you haven't checked out her website yet, I totally encourage you to do so. It's totally valuable. She is also the host of the Ergonomic Equipment Showdown in the Accelerate Business of Ergonomics program. And she's been hosting that for about two years. And she is such a guru when it comes to office ergonomic equipment. She stays on top of the literature. She knows what's new and exciting. And she's built relationships with amazing brands. So she has the inside track of office ergonomic equipment. So stay tuned for part two as we dive into it right now. In our call the other day, There was a really good question, and it was about returns on shares. What Mm -hmm. should you know as an ergonomic service provider? And some context on this is that um, when we recommend shares, and this is specifically for the office, Mm -hmm. a little bit different setup in industry, of course, um, chairs are very unique to that person. And when you're recommending a chair to someone, it could be that they, like you mentioned, they need to try it out first Mm -hmm. before they realize if the chair can really fit them. I love to say to people to go to an an ergonomic showroom or somewhere that sells office chairs um, so that they can actually try out a variety of chairs, even trying it out in their own workplace for like more than a week will be really beneficial. So what happens if someone, an ergonomist, recommends the best possible chair that they mm-hmm. think that exists for this this person based on their discomfort and their functionality and what their needs are? That person gets it in the office only to find out that it's not comfortable. Mm-hmm. What would you do? And what and do you that, to that does happen. Yeah. <laughs> um So yeah, first of all, like everything is getting more and more online, especially like post pandemic, it's still, people are still just ordering online. Um, What I do with my business, myergomania.com is uh, we work with the the ergonomist to make sure that all of the uh, fitting, like all the size and everything will, like all the measurements work for that person with that chair. So that eliminates that question about, oh, is it going to be tall enough? Is it going to be short enough? Is it going to support my client well enough? 
Um, so you kind of get that guessing game out of the way. So that's one thing that you know that'll work for the chair. So as long as you have all the measurements and make sure that the client's actually going to fit in the chair, that's going to make your chances of your client liking that chair so much more and reducing your risks of return to begin with. So that's kind of like a plus. And the second part is obviously them just trying it out to make sure that they're comfortable in the chair and they like the chair. Cause some people are, people are different. Sometimes some people like a certain chair, some people like a certain foam on their uh, seat pan, be more hard, a little bit more soft. It's all some, it's all about personal preference. So sometimes it does work. Sometimes it doesn't. And when it doesn't work, that's when the dreaded return policies start going into action. And Sometimes it's a really, really easy um, process. So for our company, it's pretty easy, um, especially if we've had a conversation together and we know um, how you feel about the chair and everything like that. And sometimes if you're just switching to get another chair from that same company, they might even waive the return fee because most of the time there is a return fee. Uh, it's called a restocking fee for a lot of companies. Um, so if you just want to kind of switch to another chair, sometimes they can waive that fee. So that's one thing to look into. But for the most part, what I would suggest if somebody's just out on the internet and their client's like, okay, I think I'm going to buy this chair from this website, uh, just make sure that they have a good customer service base. So even before you buy the chair, um, you just talk uh, you just email them and say, hey, what's your return policy for a chair? And how much is the restocking fee? That way you know how much money kind of to budget for if they don't like the chair. And sometimes they'll say, oh, we're running a promo and there's no restocking fee. They can come back within 30 days. Normally it's 30 days that you have to try a chair before you have to, before you can't return the item. So it's pretty good normally. So you can, you have that time to, to test out the chair, see if you like it, see if you don't. And if they answer quickly and they answer you correctly, then that means that they'll answer you. They'll have some good back and forth emailing when you want to return the chair. So as long as they're answering you by email nice and quick and everything like that before you buy the chair, most of the time they have they will answer you for the return policy as well. So that's one thing. Just take that extra step before buying the chair and just make sure that that customer service is there for you. And on top of that, you don't have to be looking through all of the policy on their website and trying to find the fine lines either because they'll just state it like that in their email. So that'll save you some time as well. And um, yeah, so just making sure that you know what their policies are. That's one of the main things because every single website is different. And some sometimes it's really easy to get your return back. Some people don't even do returns for chair. So it's really important to see that. And uh, the other one would be to tell your client to keep the box that the chair has been <laughs> sent in because that will make it a lot easier for you and your client to return the chair if the client does not like the chair because uh, or else you have to get the company to send you another box to put the chair in and return. And then that'll just delay the return of the chair. So it'll just make it easier on you. So once you've decided, I like this chair, I don't want to return it, then throw out the box. <laughs> and if you don't like it, just make sure you keep the box until you're very satisfied with your product is what I would say. So much value there. Um, especially with like having a good spidey sense with Mm -hmm. talking you're talking about 
providing really great service to your customers. And what mm-hmm. this means is doing the due diligence to make sure that like they're actually getting a chair instead of just say, buy a chair that has all these features in it. You're mm-hmm. saying as an ergonomist, getting a chair that you know will work and making contact with the the supplier, mm-hmm. ensuring that they get a good experience is not only going to be really great for that but a relationship that you have with the client, but it could get you referrals too. It could get you more um, jobs, assessment jobs in that company. And it's like doing a little bit of due diligence here will go a really long way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why because, I like, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Cause it, yeah, it's, it is part of the assessment. So you want to make sure that you've really closed up everything like a nice little bow, make sure that they still yeah. like everything because they don't like their chair, they can't return it. Then that might just reflect on your assessment as well, which it, it shouldn't, will. but <laughs> it yeah, does. Well, yeah. Yeah. This person, they did an assessment, they changed and they adjusted things, which is great, but I, I need a chair. And yeah, I, I went to the office, the big office box store, and I got this chair that I thought was okay, but guess what? It sucks. It cost me $200, Yeah, which is a very low-priced chair, which probably won't last very long. Yeah, exactly. Oh, the other thing is to look at the warranty too. So part warranty and everything. That is one big thing to look into as well. Huge. Because most chair, as you just said, the $200 chair, that's when I went ding, ding, ding. Most $200 chairs won't really have a warranty policy. That's a good one. And the more upscale and the more you pay for a chair, the better the warranties normally are. So just check that one out. Those $200 chairs, I think the only good thing that they are for is for the landfill because every two or three years, you're going to have to replace them because they're going to be uncomfortable. They're going to be not beneficial for your company. So if if you have a client who is looking for the cheapest possible chair, you're going to have to do a little bit of education there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a good chair is going to cost a little bit more, but it's going to last at least 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to have a next uh, wonderful uh, warranty that you can replace the armrest if it is not working or the lumbar support or the backrest or maybe there's something interesting happen on with the the comfort foam and your seat pan yeah yeah and, and that's why, it all for you yeah and that's why i really like what you're doing with your company because unlike many um companies who are selling ergonomics equipment you're an you're an expert you're on top mm-hmm. with literature um, you have excellent customer service because when ergonomic service providers, when we have a lot of assessments to get through, can you imagine the amount of time it will take if you if you're contacting each um, supplier and if you're going through Amazon or whatever mm-hmm. and you're trying to figure out if it's a good fit, what their um, what their warranty is like, if you're not even getting answers. It, takes time to search and it takes time to to really do your due diligence with it yeah it takes a lot of time to when I first started in the like doing assessments and everything that's what I found the most time consuming thing was was trying to find specific products for different people that they needed and 
making sure that it all fit and everything like chairs, especially because that is obviously a big ticket item. So people want to get it right the first time. And so it's really hard to just get that confidence to say, no, like I, this chair should like 95% that your client will like this chair. And if they don't, then it'll be easy to kind of get back return and then get another chair that they might like better. So yeah, that definitely helps. <laughs> it and helps when you, you have somebody that knows kind of which chair they should go for and stuff like that. Oh, for sure. It mm-hmm. builds your reputation as an ergonomics consultant. It will bring you referrals. And it's like, I would say like, it's the, it's the most difficult part sometimes, like you mentioned, cause it's so time consuming and an ergonomic mm-hmm. report it can take a lot of time in the office, especially if you're not charging for your services enough. <laughs> and if you're only yeah. charging like $100 or $150 per report, then you're going to be um, losing money when you have to do this type of due diligence to make sure like you actually get someone the right chair. So if you're mm-hmm. if you're not pricing your services high enough, like consider to do a good job, to build a good reputation, get referrals get more work. You mm-hmm. have to price it higher so you can have these conversations with people like Camille. Um, so like you actually do a good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the the program that I have going on too. It's because my company is mostly Canadian company, but to help out all around the world. Um, I do have a kind of a program, like a monthly program that you can uh, subscribe to. And then I, you just email me all your questions about different products, or you send me some assessments and you're saying, these are my recommendations. What, uh, what chairs would work for this person or what keyboard or stuff like that. And then I help you out, find all the, find all the products that you need two or three products per recommendation. And, um, you can confidently tell your client, Oh, here you go. Here are the, here are the products you should get. And you don't even have to waste time on all of that because I'll do all the work for you for the products. Yeah. And that's huge. And that's really Mm -hmm. big. So um, Camille's company's Ergomania, and she's talking about the Preferred Ergonomics Service Provider Program or PEP. Um, And um, it's, I think it's not even a matter of time, Camille, because like when I was first starting out doing office ergonomics assessments, I... I had all the skills, really. I had uh, industrial ergonomics experience, but I just didn't know the products. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where to search for them. I didn't know what the companies were. And even today, it seems like there's new companies on the market every month. Judging <laughs> there's by, so many. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there's yeah. a lot that pop up. Yeah, that's exactly. for sure. Because when we do our ergonomic showdown in the Accelerate program, it's like, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I heard of this company before. Yeah. That's, You're like, that's oh, there's a new one over here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And they provide a valuable product and mm-hmm. and not being aware of what those products are is a huge stumbling block for mm-hmm. a lot of folks getting started. So that's why I'm such a big fan of your program because it could have helped me immensely when I was first starting out. So, and and when you think of what your hourly rate is and how much money you are going to be making from the um doing an ergonomics report if mm-hmm. you're spending if an ergonomics report let's say we raise the price a little you're, you're charging 500 bucks 500 bucks good amount of time 
Mm-hmm. Um, the assessment is an hour and that's included in the $500, including travel time and all that. So let's just make that an hour-ish um, to write the report. It may be an hour and a half, two hours. So that's yeah. already three hours. But within that report, it might take you an extra hour or two to search the internet. And you can't just use the same ergonomic equipment recommendations every time. You can't. Yeah. No. And that's why you said you need two or three different um, suggestions for every recommendation that you make. Mm-hmm. So that... The, one of the most like difficult things too, I find for some people is their client doesn't want to tell them their budget mm-hmm. for the <laughs> the uh, replacement or whatever. So it's really hard sometimes for ergonomists to kind of decipher like, okay, I can tell you what you need, but then you won't tell me the budget right now. So I'm going to have to give you a bunch of different options and tell you kind of the pros and cons of each and why you should be paying a little bit more or it works. You could, don't have to pay this much for this pro- like product because it'll work for you. So yeah, it's really important to have a couple of different uh, products sh- suggestions, especially for those clients that are like, oh no, just let us know and uh, we'll see if it fits within the budget. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's doing stuff like that is, is, how ergonomic service providers can get the best reputation. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's you're going to be just, you know, pulling off um, an office ergonomic assessment. Let's say you took a course somewhere and they just didn't give you enough training on this side and how to put it all together. Because as you know, office ergonomics um, training courses out there, it, it's not that much of an investment to get mm-hmm. started. I have my own and I'm quite biased that the one at on ergonomics help which is called the ergonomics blueprint is one of the best out there for office ergonomics it has so many yeah it has so many tools to help you out with too in your program that really helps people get started for sure get started with office ergonomics assessments today Healthcare professionals are seeing the potential and opportunity to add office ergonomics assessments to their practice and services. Go to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin to get the exact seven-step process that works so that you can get started today without the confusion or overwhelm. Just head to ergonomicshelp.com slash begin now. This is like the difference that makes the difference because when it comes to training, your competition may not have taken as good of a course as you. I know the value of making really good recommendations and what's out there in the market. Mm-hmm. Your competition um, may have taken a, a an ergonomics um, assessment course from who knows where, whether or not they're actually doing um from someone who has done ergonomics assessments for years. So in terms of quality, um, they I think that's kind of doing a disservice to the ergonomics industry because what will end up happening is that someone does an ergonomic assessment that's with someone else with not as good as training as you because we all know that ergonomics is not a regulated health profession. So anyone can get started. Yeah. However, they will come to you eventually and and get their problem solved and they'll end up paying double the amount because it's the amount paid for that first person to assess and not do the really good recommendations that will work 
it's it's that plus your services. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good yeah. point. Good point. Over yeah, there. I just ha- I had to jump on my soapbox there, Camille, because <laughs> no, it's we're... good. Sometimes you have to do it <laughs> <laughs> because this stuff is really so important. And like, mm-hmm. if you're in a big workplace, like I mentioned, and there's all these all these assessments that you have to do, it's uh, it's a matter of time. And if you don't know what you don't know, mm-hmm. um, I think the the value of this conversation is that. Take time to research it. Um, really do your due diligence in whatever you're going to recommend. Ensure and that also that- when you're recommending things, if it is like a big, big company yeah. uh, that you're recommending for and they're about to buy, we're on the chair topic, so I'm going to stick with the chairs. Yeah. Um, if they want to buy, let's say like a hundred chairs, then if you do know your... Um, if you do know the person that's providing the chairs and you have a nice uh, relationship with them, like the any rep that you have for any manufacturers, then that's even better because if they know you and they know that you're going to recommend something for a hundred, you're going to buy a hundred chairs, then we could also just give you a chair for somebody to try out before you buy those hundred chairs. So it's you get that chair. Um, kind of a a risk-free trial so if you know the people sometimes with big companies as well uh you can get some trial chairs as well for the whole company to try awesome yeah so much value like Mm -hmm. that's another thing we didn't really talk about with recommending entire office setups because let's Mm -hmm. say someone one of your clients moves to a new uh office building and or let's say they want to out outfit everyone working from home with better equipment so you mm-hmm. have some room in their budget um that's how you would work with what recommend uh what camille just recommended there yeah demos, demos. that was the word i was looking for <laughs> I, was, I was like what are we looking for right now demos yeah yeah you can get some demos if it's for big companies and everything so that's also one thing to think about and that's huge i mm-hmm. i uh when I first started out, I really didn't have this type of information that I was able to have. So if I had this when I was first doing office ergonomics assessments, oh my gosh, I would have rocked it out. <laughs> pro, a pro star here. And um, really, I would be recommending better equipment to my clients. Mm-hmm. So at first, it's if you've ever started anything, you know, it's kind of a Growing yeah. pains are there. <laughs> yeah, growing pains are there. I yeah. want to. It's a bit of a show, you know. Yeah, but and it's um, nice to have somebody hold your hand sometimes too when you're not that confident in some recommendations. You're like, oh no, I'm recommending the good, the good product. I have it. Just that extra boost of confidence sometimes is all you need when you're first starting out too. Yeah, for sure. Um, as we close close off this conversation today, um. What are some lasting thoughts that you can share with peeps? Mm-hmm. Um, well, for if we're keeping on the active chair, <laughs> the active chair saga, uh, just make it. Just make sure that you research the chair, and also just make sure that the employers are on board with active chairs in the office. That's one of the big things because you don't want to make your client just waste their money on something that. Uh, 
their employers won't like. A lot of the times uh, it's a lot less strict when people work from home. So you're probably going to be recommending some uh, like active chairs and stuff like that for people that work from home more because you have less bureaucracy (laughs) happening for those. So it might be a good time for them to try when they work from home and then they kind of can build a why this is so great for me to bring it to the office. So now would be a good time for people to try out active chairs. Um, Always look at the warranty (laughs) um, and make sure that the customer service is great for the website that you are um, recommending just to make sure that it's easier on your client if things do go bad and they do need to return items. It's a lot easier when the return policy is very easy. And uh, yeah, so if anybody wants to have help with product recommendations or anything, they can contact me through info at myergomania.com. And um, I can send you a couple links on what the program's all about and can get you started on that. Solid. We'll link all of that stuff in the show notes. Camille's program, her email, her website, all that good stuff. So you can check out the types of ergonomics equipment that she has there because there's a lot of good stuff. And if you get equipment from Camille, you know that it meets ergonomic guidelines. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you should do that, especially if you're in Canada, right? Yeah, it's a, it's only Canada that you can buy the products, but outside of Canada, uh, the program is still a thing, and I'll just recommend products uh, that are within your city. So, okay, so outside out Canada, she shares her knowledge. Mm-hmm. Inside of Canada, I share. The shares her knowledge <laughs> and her equipment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay, perfect. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for hanging out, Camille. Thank this you, has been Darcy. another valuable podcast. And uh, yeah, thanks we'll for having me. Soon. Yeah. See ya. So there you have it. That was part two of two of my conversation with Camille Frazier. As you can tell, Camille knows her stuff. She delivers it monthly in the Ergonomic Showdown and the Accelerate program. And I'm going to tell you in just a second how you can get started in the Accelerate program. There's a special link that you need to sign up for it to join the waitlist so you can be notified first when enrollment opens. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got some major insights on how you do office ergonomics and uh, how you recommend equipment. Until next time, I'm going to chat to you real soon. Accelerate the Business of Ergonomics helps healthcare professionals building their own thriving ergonomic service business, and it's opening for enrollment soon. You can register now just by going to ergonomicshelp.com biz to be the first notified once we open up the doors to Accelerate so that you too can tap into the strategies to build, attract customers, and raise your income with your own ergonomic services. Join the notification list to get the processes, the resources, and your future members you'll work with inside the program. You'll be the first to know about any brand new free training that I release, and you'll be the first in line when we open up the doors to accelerate the business of ergonomics next. All you got to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com slash biz to get started now.